Parenting is often lived in the extremes. It's either great joy or chaotic overwhelm. In one moment you're nailing it and the next you're losing your cool. I want to help you find your way to the messy middle, to a place of balance. You see, balance is a verb, not a state of being. It is a thing you do, not a thing you are. It is an action, a process, a series of micro-corrections that you make each and every day to keep yourself feeling centered. We are never truly balanced. We are engaged in the process of balancing. Hello, I'm Dr. Laura Froyan, and this is the Balanced Parent Podcast, where overwhelmed, stressed out, and disconnected parents go to find tools, mindset shifts, and practices to help them stop yelling at the people they love and start connecting on a deeper level, all delivered with heaping doses of grace and compassion. Join me in conversations that will help you get clear on your goals and values and start showing up in your parenting, your relationships, your life with open-hearted authenticity and balance. Let's go. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Laura Froyan. Today, I'm going to be giving you five tips that you can put into place right now that you can start doing today. I really want to help you build a resilient marriage uh, that can kind of pivot on a dime when the world throws chaos and change its way. In a resilient marriage, partners turn towards each other. They turn into the relationship um, and they view the relationship as a source of support, security, and stability. Just like we would seek shelter in a storm, within a resilient marriage, within a lasting marriage that has the longevity and the power to last, relationships, the marriage feels like a port in the storm. It feels like a place where you can turn to take shelter, where you can come home to it. And that's what I want for you guys today. I want your relationships, um, which are attachment relationships. If you're in a romantic relationship as an adult, that's an adult attachment relationship. And I want them to feel um, safe and secure and be a source of security and stability for you as a couple. And if you have kids, um, to be a source of stability for them too. Because when a couple relationship is doing well, kids notice and they um, actually have an attachment-like relationship with your couple relationship. So this isn't just for you guys, it's for them as well. Uh, when they know, you know, can see that things are going well, when they see us communicating with compassion and connection, they feel more safe and secure and stable too. So I hope that if you're watching this in the replay and you can snuggle up with your partner, this one is for both of you. So oftentimes I just get kind of one person in the partnership watching these. I hope that you will grab your partner and have them watch you too. We are all home together, you know, and so this is the perfect time to sit down and together and watch this. Okay, so let's get started. Today I'm going to be giving you some tools and practices that you can put in place right now that will not only help your relationship survive this stressful time, but actually might bring you closer and help you feel more connected to your partner than you ever have before. Um, So we're going to go over a lot. So what we're talking about today too is, you know, all of these things, we're talking about them in the context of a marriage relationship, but all of these skills that we're going to be talking about today can be used within any relationship. Um, Your relationships that you have with other adults in your lives, like your parents, um, your sister, and you can also use these with your kids and siblings can use each other too. Okay, so the first 
first tip I have for you today that we're going to kind of always start with is setting an intention. I want you to really take some time, sit down with your partner, maybe over a glass of wine, turn the TV off, put your phones away and take a moment to really get clear on what you want out of this time together. Um, how do you want to show up? for each other and for your family during this really stressful time? What do you want out of the emotional atmosphere of your relationship right now? What do you want it to feel like to be in your relationship and to be in your home right now? What do you want the tone of your communication to be when you speak to each other? When you're on the other side of this, what do you want the story to be? And um, what do you want your memories to look like and feel like of this time? And um, what is the story that you want to be able to tell as a couple about this time that you spent together? Setting intentions like this and then coming back to them and evaluating kind of how things are going based on, you know, what your goal was and your intention was for this time is a wonderful way to kind of stay in touch, to stay on top of kind of what you want out of this time. And it's also, it's a really important to the meaning making process, to the narrative that you're constructing, that you're co-constructing around this time. Um, and those shared meaning making and the narrative, the story that you tell about it are super important to navigating stressful situations well. And this is absolutely a stressful situation. So coming into it with intention and really honing in on what you want out of your time together is really important. Sit down and talk about this with them. Get close, get snuggled up, and really come back to the heart of your relationship and why you got together in the first place, why you started this family. What is your purpose as a couple? during this time. Um, so setting an intention is the first thing. It's really where you need to start. The second one is to discover and learn to use your relationship superpower. And that superpower is curiosity. Curiosity is one of the most powerful things you can bring to any relationship and really any situation. When we think about, you know, the things that we need to learn well, we need curiosity. When we think about the things that we need to really understand what's going on or different processes, different people, the way that people think um, and the way that ourselves think, uh, we need curiosity with that. So spend some time getting really good at getting curious. Whenever you feel anger or frustration flare up within you, make sure that curiosity is the first place you go with that. Huh, I feel that anger. What is that anger telling me? What does that mean? And get really curious with yourself. And when you're being curious, you can't be judgmental. So curiosity is kind of the antidote to being judgmental or harsh or critical or labeling. You can't be curious and be those things at the same time. So when you start feeling those negative things come up, rather than getting defensive and kind of just spewing it out, look inward and get curious. Get curious with yourself. Get curious about your partner. So if your partner's being maybe a little bit rough or aggressive or grumpy with you, get curious. You don't even have to say anything, but just do it inside your head. Huh? I wonder what's going on for them right now. That's not like them. They normally are very loving to me. What's going on? Really tap into that curiosity because curiosity is this superpower that we all have and we don't put to good use all the time. So make sure that you really are using it. So that's number two. And then the number three is make sure you're using the four C's of conscious communication. So the four C's are connection, curiosity, clarity, and compassion. And you can use those four C's anytime you are getting ready to start talking with your partner. So let's say you have something that's going on between them or between the two of you. I'm um, like, you're trying to 
figure out your work schedules or you're trying to figure out um, how you can go about getting some self-care like exercise that you really need to feel balanced and that you haven't had time for in a couple weeks since the kids have been home stuck and you've all been cooped up into the house together so you want to spend some time with the four C's before the communication kind of before you start the conversation and then you want to make sure you're keeping those four C's in mind while you are using them okay so but let's just do a brief introduction to each of the four C's the first one is connection understanding that communication at its core is a connection building process so you know when you're thinking about having a conversation with your partner really go into it um, thinking about how is this conversation gonna end up with us feeling more connected how can I approach this conversation with our connection in mind and have you know really kind of use it as an intentional way to approach a conversation Number two is curiosity. Again, that's your superpower. Always maintain a sense of curiosity. As you go into the conversation, as you're thinking about what you wanna say, get really curious with yourself. As you are kind of getting response and feedback from your partner during the conversation, keep that curiosity going. Hmm, I feel the defensiveness rising. I feel the urge to shut down. What is that? Stay curious with yourself. And then when you see those things in your partner too, rather than getting defensive or going on the attack, soften and get curious with them as well. And then clarity is the fourth C. A key aspect of conscious communication is to be truly clear on what you are communicating and to seek clarity or understanding from your partner. And then finally, compassion. And I think I, I didn't say them in any particular order, but compassion is probably one of the most important. Um, we need to be sure that as we approach these communication opportunities, these connection opportunities with our partners, that we are focused in on compassion for ourselves and compassion for them. We are all in a really stressful time in our lives right now. The whole world is overwhelmed and stressed. And so we are all deserving of heaping doses of compassion right now. So those four C's, connection, curiosity, clarity, and compassion are super important right now. All right, so then the first couple tips were one, to set an intention for your time together, two, to discover your superpower, curiosity, and then three is to use the four C's of communication. And then the fourth tip I have for you today is to work together to make sure that everyone's needs are being met. The four C's are really helpful in this process. So when you, it comes time to, you know, you've set your intention, you've reviewed those four C's, and you've used them to get clear on what it is you need from your partner, then you can both come to the table with that sense of compassion and connection and desire to really help each other, to really be of service to each other. And that's part of being in a marriage, is serving one another, and not in some, you know, obedience minded, you know, archaic way, but in a loving, like, let me help you way. So working together to make sure everybody's needs are met. And then if you want to be able to do that, you have to be clear within your own mind, what it is you need from your partner. And so that means taking some time by yourself without your partner so that you can get super clear on that and making sure that you know exactly what it is that you need. And once you can communicate that clearly within yourself, once you know and you have that clarity, then you can communicate it and take it to your partner. And when you do, make sure that you tap into vulnerability and that you soften so that you're not coming at them with things like, I haven't had a break in two weeks. These kids are driving me crazy. You need to take them so that I can have, you know, have a chance to do yoga 
or you know whatever it is coming through in that way with an attack is always going to put somebody on the defensive and it is not going to result in you know the thing that you want that's not a good way to go about getting what you want from your partner so soften tap into vulnerability show them your softer side honey i'm really struggling and i I really need your help. Is Do you have a moment? Can I talk to you? Is this a good time? Oh no, it's not a good time. Okay, I understand that. I know that you're stressed out too. Maybe after the kids are in bed, can you take a few moments just to chat because I have something that I really need to talk to you about. I really need you to be there for me and make a date for them, but really soften, really get vulnerable with yourself and show that vulnerability to your partner because your partner loves you. And they want to help you. And when you show that vulnerable side, it will invite them in. And if you're the partner in this scenario where your partner is coming to you with that vulnerability, sometimes that can feel off-putting. Sometimes that can feel like blame. It can feel and it can raise defensiveness. And so this is the other piece of vulnerability. You need to be vulnerable. You have to be able to soften because a conversation always has two opportunities for a soft startup. Uh, there's lots of research, loads of it, that the way a conversation starts between a couple, we can predict with like 96% predictability how it's gonna end based on just on the way how it starts. And so starting softly is absolutely key. And there's two chances for a soft startup. The first chance is the person who starts the conversation. And the next chance is the person who's on the receiving end of the starting of the conversation. They have an opportunity to soften too. So even if your partner comes at you with, I'm so overwhelmed, I feel so alone. You're not helping me enough. Even if they come at you with that, which is really attacking and it's totally normal for defensiveness to flare, you have an opportunity right then and there to soften. And instead of saying like, I'm doing so much or I'm slammed with work, I, you know, I'm trying to work from home and coming at them with defensiveness, you can soften. You can go to a place of, wow, it sounds like you're really struggling. Tell me what's going on and invite them in. So if you're working on balancing those needs, softening is hugely important. And then I had one other thing that I wanted to share with you. And so we're we've been talking about how we can create a relationship where we feel as if we are turning in to one another and where we are becoming the port in the storm for each other. In addition to all of these good conscious communication skills, you know, getting curious, softening and tapping into vulnerability and into compassion, all of those are kind of for nothing if we don't have a strong foundation in our relationship. And that foundation is built out of the couple friendship. It is absolutely critical that you and your partner have a strong friendship with each other in this moment in time. And especially since you're spending a lot of time with each other, you need to go back to basics with your partner. You need to remember why you chose them. You need to start liking them again and really coming to this place of kind of where you were in the beginning of your relationship where you were hungry for time together. You've got that time now. So really work on building that couple friendship. 
And the way you do that is by getting to know each other once again, dating each other, kind of tapping into that voracious kind of appetite for knowing each other. And Gottman calls this love mapping. And there's a great app that you can download that will help you do this. Um, so it's called the Gottman Card Deck app. You can download it on your app store. It's on Android and on iPhones. And if you download it, it has questions that help you build those love maps, help you build that firm foundation, that couple friendship. And that's really what you need. You need that bedrock of your relationship, that you like each other, that you're curious about each other, you want to know each other and you want to spend time together. It's absolutely critical that you really prioritize doing that and layer in these other skills that we've been talking about, but really prioritize that couple friendship. And this is your chance. This is a time like no other. There's no distractions. You can't even like go out to eat for a date night or go out to the movies, you know? Like this is your chance. Put the kids to bed. And before you turn on your TV, do a few Gottman card deck questions. Go through a few of them and find out what makes your partner tick. Like right now, if I asked you like, what's your partner's favorite band? What is the best movie your partner has seen in the last five years? What is his best friend's name? Which coworker? at his job does he not or she not care for anymore which boss was his best boss he's ever had can you answer those questions right off the top of your head and if you can't find out the answers as couples when we've been together for a long time we stop finding out about each other's lives we assume that we know because we're spending so much time together and we neglect the friendship so this is your chance right now turn in towards each other and really build that friendship prioritize it and the rest will follow especially if you're layering in those conscious communication skills the rest will follow but really prioritize that friendship it's so important okay so that's what i wanted to share with you today i'm sending you lots of love and holding you in the light from all the way in wisconsin wherever you are and take good care of your partners of your kids and always of yourself okay so thanks for listening today um, remember to subscribe to the podcast and if it was helpful leave me a review that really helps others find the podcast and join us in this really important work of um, creating a parenthood that we don't have to escape from and creating a childhood for our kids that they don't have to recover from and if you're listening grab a screenshot and tag me on instagram so that i can give you a shout out um, and definitely go follow me on instagram i'm at laura Froyan phd um, that's where you can get a behind the scenes look at what balanced conscious parenting looks like in action with my family and plus i share a lot of other really great resources there too All right, that's it for me today. I hope that you keep taking really good care of your kids and your family and each other, and most importantly, of yourself. And just remember, balance is a verb, and you're already doing it. You've got this.